Yo, Ryan Hartley here, host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. If you didn't know already, we have a Facebook community. It is called We Are Always Better Than Yesterday. It is filled with like-hearted, like-minded people from all around the world. We've been running now for just over three and a half years, nearly four years. And there's some amazing life-giving conversations and friendships that have been formed in that community. What you're about to hear over the next 40 minutes is a Monday masterclass that I delivered. We, over the last six weeks, have had great community members come in and share something that's on their heart and mind that they think will help our community members. So before you get into my masterclass today, push pause, make sure that you're in there with us. Come and benefit from the great people that are in that community. Today is one of the pillars of my framework. So I think that um, before we're able to leave a legacy where the world is always better than yesterday, before we start thinking about leading others, we must first lead ourselves. What you're here going to hear in the next 40 minutes is just some things on my heart and my mind that I think will help you lead yourself. You'll gain an understanding of why leadership, why leading ourselves is important. And I want to do two things. One is inspire you to do something. And secondly, is to give you some practical tips to take away that if you implement will absolutely benefit you, your leadership, and everyone around you. It's no small task, but I really believe that you will absolutely hear something. If you want to share this with someone else whose leadership you'd like to inspire, I'd be eternally grateful. And I just hope that you enjoy the next 40 minutes. I'm Ryan Hartley host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, leader of the We Are Always Better Than Yesterday community. And it is my honor and privilege to share space and time with you, my friends. I appreciate you. So here we go. Ryan Hartley here from Always Better Than Yesterday, delivering my Monday masterclass in the always better than yesterday community really grateful to those who have gone before and, and delivered us a great session today i'm talking about how we can lead ourselves before we lead others and before i crack on around how do we lead others i know you want to get to the good stuff I just want to set the frame of conversation i just want to set the frame and define leadership what is my personal definition of leadership i'm glad you asked it is the act of putting our own needs to one side to serve others. I just want to break that down a little bit. The act, leadership is a verb. It's not a rank, position, status, title. It is about putting our own needs to one side. And there's a clues around what, why we need to lead ourselves to be able to do that. And then serving others. It's having a heart set and a postured heart to be able to put others first and to serve the needs of others why do we not then get the leaders that we deserve well people sign up for the old model of leadership the one that uh, if i stay doing my job for a long time then i'll get promoted if i become really good at what i do then i'll get promoted and i'll get status i'll get rank i'll get privileges i'll get the nearest car parking space to the building but that's not what it means to lead. If we sign up for this definition that leadership is about serving others, we can then really spot those leaders who would rather be served than to serve. 
And this is why we don't get the leaders that we deserve is because when it comes to it, when leadership absolutely requires sacrifice for the leader to put their own knees to one side, they don't do it because they didn't sign up for what it truly means to lead. To put your own needs to one side, to have the heart set to serve others, it's going to require us to lead ourselves out of our ego, out of our comfort zones, out of our heads, out of our wherever that might be. And hopefully there's something you're going to hear in the next 30 minutes that is going to enable you to do just that. Put your own needs to one side so that you can serve others more powerfully. I'm going to use the acronym LEAD, L-E-A-D. And here we go. First thing, and it won't be a surprise that we need to connect to, is love. Love for who we are and for what we do. Like I said, we're going to have to lead ourselves out of our comfort zone. And our comfort zone is a bit like gravity. And the purpose of our comfort zone and the purpose of gravity is to keep us grounded, to keep us where we are. And love is the thing that's going to help us take flight. Love is going to be the thing. Perfect love casts out fear. It's going to be the thing that helps us overcome that primitive fight, flight, freeze response. If fear is like gravity, love is what's going to help us take flight. And that is for who we are and it's for what we do and it's for what we serve. Leaders who have courage connect with the heart and leaders who lead with vulnerability, they show up from the heart doing it despite the risk and despite the uncertainties. How do they do that? How do leaders do those things? Well, first of all, Disney principle number one is from the inside out. You know, if we've got leaders going to outside their comfort zones and they haven't connected with all matters of the heart, they haven't gone to a point where they know what they stand for, they know what they care about. Um, they get that penguins of Madagascar moment where it's just like, I've achieved great things, but this sucks. Or um, you, you're having to sacrifice and, and put other people first that you just for work that just doesn't light you up, for people that just don't satisfy you. So inside out, inside out is a principle from Disney that it, it relates to everything. Love, life, leadership, happiness, it's all created from the inside out. And it starts with just getting clear on what do we love to do? What do we really care about? So often we know the top three things that we don't like about ourselves, the top three things that we don't like about other things. If that's you and you're smiling, just flip it a little bit. Start to get clear on from your inside. What do you love to do? What do you really care about? What's important to you? What of everything are you absolutely good at? You don't need a list of 20 things, just two or three, five. But just know that those things on that list are absolutely things that you are, you are great at. Because leaders who will lead themselves will gain confidence by leading from who they are, not where they are. If you lead from a position of what you know or how good you are at something, you'll only be confident in those situations. And what I want for you is confidence uh, in all situations. 
not confidence because you're better than anyone, not confidence because you're incredible at everything. Just confidence in who you are, that you don't need to try and be anyone else, and that you figure it out. You'll ultimately figure it out. So we need to lead from who we are and adapt ourselves to where we are. And a leader who can lead themselves has a firm foundation from the inside out that they absolutely know why they do what they do, what's important to them, what they care for, what they're absolutely great at. Because when it comes to that point of sacrifice, they've chosen that it's a cause that they care about. It's for a group of people that they love and want to serve and to sacrifice for. So we have to engage the heart first. You know, it's, I hear so much from my mindset colleagues. Our oh, mindset is everything. It's part of it. You know, if I remind you about my principle of Kokoro, we have a heart, a mind, and a soul. And it's not saying that any of those are more important, but what I'm saying is if the heart doesn't come first, we can achieve great things with the mind. It just might not be worth it. We might have all these things around us as leaders, the position, the rank, the status, the title, the house, the job, the whatever that might look like. But if the heart hasn't said this is what's important, you may get to a penguins in Madagascar moment where it's like, this sucks. Heart has to come first. I want to explore the concept of purpose. I think there are two routes to purpose, and I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed by this sense of pursuing purpose. It's almost become a fad. You know, go find, go find your why, and it's like, oh my god, I haven't found it. Oh, I feel burdened. No, like pursuing purpose and living with purpose is a is a privilege. And I think the the, the two things I'd love for you to reflect on, if you aren't clear on your purpose and why you do what you do, is that I think. There are clues in um, what we're passionate about, the things that we absolutely love to do. I don't think those things are random. I think if you can get clear on three to five things that you are absolutely in love with doing that makes you feel lighter, happier, like time passes quickly, that you do it for free, there's some clues in that. I don't think that's random. I think there's something in there for you. Because let's just think about it. How many other things don't give you that effect? Uh, and lastly, um, route number two, I think, is pain. I think pain can reveal a depth to our purpose. Passion is, is about loving, helping people who need what we just naturally are great at. I think pain-driven purpose is helping people avoid the pain with which we have once experienced. Passion is for us. It feels great when we do it, but we're reminded in, um, in the Bible by Peter. He says, the gifts you have are not just for you. They're for those in the world who need it or something to that effect. And that's when our passion becomes purpose, when we can use what we absolutely love for the benefit of those in the world who already need it. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It's why we need each other. It's why we have communities. Because the things that you're great at, some of those things I won't be great at. And there'll be people in the world who need you and your gift, your unique gift that you've been given. And what you owe it to yourself is to take the time to connect with that. Find it, use it, serve others with it. That is the secret to life, my friends. Love. Because... Here's what I've learned from 
here's, here's what I've learned about E equals MC squared from Erwin McManus, right? Let's reshape it a little bit. Erwin McManus talks about... Um, so E equals MC squared is energy is equal to matter times by the speed of light. What does that really mean? It means two things. One is that the more we move, the more energy we have, the more we're like water, the more energy we have than a rock. But what it really means is that the more that we do what we love, the more we have raised energy, raised emotion. The work, things I'm learning from Dr. Joe Dispenza is that all emotions have frequencies and the real um, energies like lack, comparison, guilt, shame, anger, their frequencies are really low, which means they are more like matter. Emotions like love, higher vibration frequencies, we are more like energy, less like a body, more like energy. When we are in states of love, guess what happens, my friends? This is why love is the master key to leadership and life, is that when we are engaged in states of love, our body benefits because we enter a position where the body is able to heal itself. Perfect love casts out fear is what the Bible says. Science says that when we are um, secreting oxytocin into our body, which is the love chemical, it inhibits the activity in the amygdala, which is our survival center. Isn't that amazing, right? Bible says this 2000 years ago. Science says, wow, that's funny because the uh, production of oxytocin in inhibits the production of cortisol in the amygdala. Well, blow me down. So there's something there, my friends. There's something in truth that says our bodies benefit. Secondly, our mind benefits. When we realize that we're in a state of love and oneness and wholeness and we don't lack anything, we don't need to compare ourselves to anyone or anything, our mind becomes more rational. It becomes clearer. And our soul benefits because we become people who are more kind, patient, loving, giving. This is the natural state of humanity. What it means to be human when we remove this brain, our analytical thinking brain, this is what we can learn from our dogs, my friends. They don't have the rational analytical thinking brain, so they are pure love. That is our natural state. When we remove all of the subjective messages we receive, because marketing's at its best when we feel inadequate without their products. When we realize we don't lack anything, when we realize that we can just simply be who we were made to be, we will get past those lower energy vibrations, which keep us rooted in comparing ourselves in guilt and shame and anger. We can become more, and I'm not getting woo-woo here, this is science. Because I know that we talk about vibrations. It's not about that. The more we're in our hearts, the more energy we have, the less lack in comparison we will be subject to the more we become inclined to love, serve, give, connect. And isn't that a world we'd love to live in? Isn't that a group of leaders that we would love to surround ourselves with? Oh, buzz in. Okay, 
practical tip. I want this to be inspirational, but also practical. One of the things that I'd love you to be able to do is to go and find what you're great at. If you've got someone that you know, you really trust, um, come to me, come to anyone in the community. Go, what is, what do I do really well? What am I great at? And that is not an arrogant question because my friends, there are a billion and six things that I'm not great at. You just asked Lisa, DIY changes my soul. I am not good at it. There's a reason why my hands are soft, but I am owning that because in, in the flip side, I am absolutely a loving, caring um, thinker, I'm a, whatever that might be. I own my strengths because I know how many weaknesses I have. So the same is true for you. You have to own what it is that you're good at. Ask the question, find out what it is that you're great at. Take some self-awareness tools. I've tagged in the comments here, take a life languages profile. What you'll get in that profile, it will just blow your mind. It will give you some absolute insights and clarity as to, you know, some key characteristics, some key leadership strengths, the way that you think and the way that you act and the, the needs that you will naturally have and some of the distress signals that you'll send out to the world when your needs are not being met. It's massively validating because so often we... Um, get associated with our distress flares and our, our bad days. They're not who we are. They're just signs of a human being that has unmet needs. But what I'd love for you to reveal is beyond that is a human being with many gifts, talents, and strengths. And that's where I want you to lead from. It feels better when we lead from who we are rather than who we're not. I want you to have confidence in who you are. So have a look. Have a look at that link. If you're curious, ask me more questions. You can get the profile. You can get some time with me. Again, not a sales pitch, just awareness that it's there should you want it. Okay, that's L. L for love. How are we doing for time? Good. Uh, let me just catch up with some questions. Outside in leadership always ends up crumbling. Inside out is sustainable. Well said. Thank you, my friend. Sadie, good to see you. Amazing. All here for a reason to share our gift with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we come at it from a position of, it's not just sharing our gift for the sake of it. No, it's sharing our gift for the benefit of those in the world who need it. It's sharing our gift for those in the world who need it. And I'll tell you what, my friends, the minute you serve someone with your gift and realize that it helps someone, and let alone if they pay for it, well, that just expands the heart. No end. Absolutely no end. Okay. E, honey, E. E is for empathy. A leader who wants to lead themselves will first connect on the inside to who they are, what they care for, they love who they love and love what they do and their heart work. But then they'll go to empathy, which is about having a real intimate understanding with, yourself the way that you think the way that you feel it's about leading from love not for love and this is a huge lesson that i've had to learn in my life and it's intimately connecting to those uh again some of the distress flares from the life languages profile some of the understanding of bad day behaviors understanding that we are simply just flawed human beings we are human we are not perfect, therefore we will have flaws. So let's have the humility to lean into them. Where do my bad days come from? And it's having a curiosity. 
a kind curiosity to our own needs. Um, it's, it's as uh, Lisa saying to me at the moment, having that wonder, oh, I wonder where that's coming from. Because once we understand where some of these things come from, we can then do something about it because we can't give what we've not got, my friends. And if we're a leader who doesn't really understand that we have unmet needs, yet we're still showing up in the world for love or maybe from lack, we're going to be vulnerable because we live in a world out there that's going to target our lack. We're going to be subjective to those messages of, hey, do you not have... Hey, look at my new course. You don't have this course. You can only get it through me. No, 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 no. Those are attacks on the soul. Once we understand that we are not perfect and that maybe we just have unmet needs, we can focus on giving to ourselves. This is the true meaning of self-love, my friends. The true meaning of self-love isn't just hedonism, isn't just so that we can live a life of pleasure. It's so that we can show up in the world, not vulnerable to everything else external to us. Because that is hell on earth. Being addicted to everything else external to us and yet coming home to an internal place of disconnection. Secondly, is, is filling up your own cup, knowing what really lights you up and motivates you and energizes you. It means you can intentionally do that to give you more energy, to more powerfully serve those around you, to so parents among you, right? Kids, they want you to do things for them the minute they wake up, right? Let's consider a bank account, right? If you're not putting deposits into your bank, um, kid wakes up, wants a deposit, wants a deposit, wants a deposit, wants, wants you, know, you to pay your energy. At some point, it's gonna get empty. And if you're not refilling that back up at the end of the day, start of the day, whenever that might be, you're going to get into negative. And that is where we uh, stress, anxiety, overwhelm. It's, um, we're getting into territory where we just can't give anymore. We haven't got any more to give. So finding ways to fill up your own cup, doing the things that raise your energy, surrounding yourself with people that will um, lift you up, two types of people in the world one's a vitamin one's a virus you know some people you feel better after spending time with them some that you feel worse simple decisions my friends conscious decisions have an understanding for your needs give things that will help you there is no honor in the eagle that falls out of the sky you can keep going you can keep going you can keep going you could be a majestic eagle but at some point if you do not perch you will face plant and perching might be five minutes, sneaking a biscuit in the cupboards, or it might be five hours. But this is where empathy comes in, having an intimate understanding with you and what it's normal, you know, what do you need, what's different, what you're struggling with, what challenges. It's that remove self-judgment, get curious. I wonder what I need. I wonder what's happening. I wonder why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Because once you know, you can do something. Because once we've then had an emotional connection or an, a rational understanding of our needs, we can then extend that bridge of empathy to others. Because this is what leadership is. It's about you know, empathy and 
Empathy is about feeling the feelings of somebody else, not just intellectually. I know, I think I know what that feels like. No. Empathy for another human being is about feeling their feelings, being available enough, being present enough, being curious enough to sit with in the messiness of what it means to be human and ask questions. Tom Walker says it best. He says, um, I won't pretend to know what it's like to walk in your shoes, but I will try them on for you. And how can we sit and try other people's shoes on if we just haven't got the, the time, the space, the energy to be present in that situation with another human being? Again, you're starting to realize the importance of self-care now, self-love, is because it helps us be more available and loving and kind and compassionate and understanding for those around us who will need it. So once you've asked yourself what do you need and how can you give that, start asking yourself, how can I help others? What do others need? How can you help them succeed? Feel the emotions of other people and have the tact to be able to communicate to where they are in that moment. And again, this is the thing that sometimes heart-centered leaders, uh, not heart-centered leaders, the opposite of heart-centered leaders, they miss. They think leadership's black and white and people are people, and but people are human. You know, how you treat one human being from one moment of the day to the next might be completely different based on how we think and how we feel. And any leader that thinks that we can leave home at the door isn't leading people. They'd rather be managing robots. So love comes first. Ask curious questions. Sometimes love says nothing at all. Something, and that wasn't me trying to sing Ronan Keating. But sometimes love just listens. And again, those psychometric tools, the, the Myers-Briggs, the 16personalities.com, life languages, they're all a bridge to help us be more intentional with accepting the human being that's over the other side of the table. Um, because you know, once we've got that love, love is unconditional. If we want to create safety and connection, it has to be unconditional, which means that we need to be intentional with our curiosity. Good to see you, Lisa. Thanks for joining. So I want you to have an empathy with the Kokoro model again, you know, aligning our heart, our mind, and our soul. Because what, you know, if you're a journaler, or maybe you're not a journaler, maybe you can consider the heart, the mind, and the soul. And the key questions for these three areas for a leader is, you know, how am I feeling? What are the, you know, what's the quality of my feeling? And how am I thinking? What are the quality of my thoughts? And then how are my actions? You know, my soul, how am I living from my heart? How am I peaceful in my mind? Ask yourself those questions, trying to align the heart, the mind, and the soul. The more that those three are on the same team, the heart knows what it wants, the mind knows how to go get it, and the soul just wants it to be lived. A, let's move on to H. If you've got questions, put them in. Hopefully my pace is okay. Hopefully you can still hear me okay. A stands for accountability accountability and at this point i'm going to bring in another um i'm going to bring in another disney reference and this time i am going to use uh mufasa right? i want you to imagine that mufasa 
is coming out of the clouds and he is saying, remember, remember who you are. And, and that's, that's exactly what accountability is. It is remembering who you are, remembering whose you are. It's being accountable to bringing out the best in you, but it's being accountable to your potential, who you could become. It's also being accountable to those who need us. So accountability, if you need that image again, remember who you are, who you are at your best, who you could become and who needs you to show up and be your best. If you like reflections and questions, here we go. Let me give my most Wiltshire accent. I want this to haunt you. I want, I don't want it to haunt you. This question if you want some internal accountability, you can ask yourself, what would someone who is always better than yesterday do in this situation? What would a heart-centered leader think in this situation? Or what would um, a positive person say to themselves in this situation? What would a kind leader say in this situation whatever that might be if you want to develop create that question for you make it personal but ask yourself often because here's the thing if you want to become that person what would someone who is always better than yesterday for me is what would someone who is healthy in body and mind do it's that form of accountability because we know the answer and all we've got to do is that one thing and if we don't feel like that thing or that person, positive, um, it's cool. It's cool because once we do it one day and then we do it another day and then three or four days later, for example, I'm, I'm not a runner, right? Uh, and then you can ask yourself, what would a runner do in this situation? They would go for a run. Great. Are you, do you feel inside of your heart that you're a runner after you've been for a run once? Well, maybe, but maybe not. So the thing that we need to do is just keep doing it. Keep asking the question, keep doing the thing. And sooner or later, we'll look back and we'll have enough evidence to go, I am absolutely a runner or healthy in body and mind or positive or a heart-centered leader or better than I was yesterday. Keep asking yourself that question, gain yourself that evidence. And that that is how we can then go from the head to the 17-inch journey to our heart intellectually we've done these things and in our heart we've embodied that person because we've become accountable to who we are and who we were made to be and the potential that was inside of us all along i want you to mind your language be really conscious of the words you speak to yourself and others and i want you to be your own greenhouse great leaders great heart-centered leaders will be the greenhouse they won't compete they won't try and be the the tallest sunflower to try and outshadow everybody else and compete and compare no the greatest leaders out there that will become the greenhouse and they'll try and create an environment that nurtures the growth of others 
I want you to first and foremost do that for yourself. Create a greenhouse here where you are able to nurture the growth in your thinking, in your feeling. I want you to speak words over yourself that are empowering. Yes, you can challenge. Yes, you can kick your own ass, but not in a way that serves guilt or shame. Harshest critic, my friend's biggest fan. Harshest critic is going to identify things that you could do better. We need to know those things so that we can be better. But not at the expense of the good feeling we get when we've done the good things. Harshest critic is going to find out opportunities to improve. Biggest fan is going to make it worth it once we've sacrificed to become better. Too much imbalance. We're not too much biggest fan. We're just blowing smoke up our ass. We're not really doing anything meaningful in the world. Too much harshest critic without balancing that out. Just that's just a, it's just an unhappy place to be. It's never good enough. It's the never good enough mentality. Harshest critic, never good enough. Balance it out. See what you're not um, fulfilling your potential on. Be better, but do it whilst you're celebrating your wins along the way. Be your own greenhouse. Create an environment that's positive and empowering for your heart, your mind, and your soul. Once you know better, do better. And enjoy the wins along the way. Lastly, on accountability is, you know, if there are things within your control, you know, there's three circles, what you can control, what you can't control, what you can influence, write a list of things within your control, absolutely do what you can to do your best with those things. Write a list of those things outside your control, let them go. You know, that's like holding on to a rope that's burning your hands. You're trying to control stuff that inevitably will leave you pained. If you're trying to control stuff that's not within your gift to control, it will cause you pain. Let that go. Focus on what you can control and show up and influence what you can influence. That is accountability. The last one. Hey, not good with camera. Good one, Hartley. <laughs> there we go. Hopefully you can still see me and you've not just felt sick from other movement i've just created last one development god it's got really bright development a leader who is connected with love at the heart of their leadership they've built an intimate understanding of their needs and the needs of others that have demonstrated the accountability to who they are at their best and their potential can then start to focus on development which is about becoming better every single day. It's about that willingness to become a lifelong learner, learning more about ourselves, learning more about those around us, learning more about our industry, the work that we do in the world, whatever that might be. The more we realize that we know, the more we also realize that there, there is more to know. And that should excite us, that, in that we should have a humility and not in the, like the Dunning-Kruger effect here, it goes up and it goes down. I don't want you to lose confidence based on what you don't know. I want you to have confidence and enthusiasm to keep learning. This is the long game, my friends. When we work heart-centered, we're in this for ages. We're in this for a long time. We're not going to flip. We're not going to go from one thing to another. We're going to continually connect with and bring our heart work into the world. Yes, that might look different from season to season. But the one thing remains is that it's going to light us up and we're going to we're going to absolutely love and care for it. 
again, keep practicing the art of reflection, learning more about ourselves, intimately learning, you know, situations where we perform at our best, maybe where we don't perform so well, understanding the situations, because it's a lifelong pursuit of just learning more about ourselves and how we how we deal with certain situations. Once we have pulled ourselves out of our comfort zones, we're going to embrace you know, this sense of performing under pressure, fight, flight, freeze situations. And, um, you know, sometimes there are going to be behaviors, particularly during you know, parenting during lockdown. It's not going to bring out the best of us. So give yourself some grace, lean in with some, I wonder what's happening, where that's coming from and learn. And just know that the more you can lead yourself during times of pressure, whether that be through breath work, uh, and being present and again that's a whole new topic giving yourself what you need on a, on a physical level and a mental and spiritual but whether that be breath work whether it be exercise whether that be self-reflection whether that be feedback circles the more that you can prep for pressure the better you'll be able to deal with it whilst you're in it those that try and win the super bowl don't train and practice during the super bowl if you want to be a leader who's excellent under pressure do the work now. Connect with the things that you love. Understand your needs so that you can show up and put others first. Be accountable to your potential. Learn as you go. And that is how you'll be able to perform under pressure. It's like my friend Damon West says about the coffee bean. You know, life is like hot water. Sometimes, you know, that hot water, you put a carrot in it, it softens, it weakens. Under pressure, we can crumble. You put an egg into hot water hardens it becomes tough is you know that the inside hardens becomes incapable of loving or being loved but when we put a coffee bean into hot water that coffee bean transforms the environment that hot water no longer becomes uh water we call it coffee that bean has transformed the environment and I, and I wish the same for you is that you get to a point where you're able to lead yourself so sufficiently that when you are under pressure, you transform those around you. That when you are under pressure, we see the best in you. That when life squeezes, we see what you're really made of. And a leader who will lead themselves will get themselves to a point where they're able to showcase that under extreme pressure, putting the needs of others first, making those decisions, which is ultimately every instinct in their body is to self-serve to put themselves first, to not make the risky decision, to put others first and make that difficult decision, be exposed and difficult conversations. You know, Do we have them? Do we have them enough? We can lead ourselves to a point of curiosity and I wonder and loving tough and doing what's difficult and enabling others to be the best they can be. You're going to put yourself out of your comfort zone to do that. Just know that if you push yourself out of your comfort zone enough, you will in experience imposter syndrome that is absolutely normal my friends i want you to do two things one is see that it's a sign that you are pushing your comfort zone um you just need to show up get the evidence that you can do these things have confidence in what you do know and not what you don't and turn up and do the thing that is you feel an imposter and then secondly is to know that actually it can be a good thing it can keep you humble it can keep you honest it can keep you hard working and it can keep you learning because if you think that you've figured it all out and you know all there is to know then then you're at a disadvantage 
So there is an advantage to imposter syndrome. And my very, very last thing is that when all is said and done, when all this is said and done, more is said than done. Okay? The implication here for you is that just get connected to who you are, what you stand for, what you're really good at, what you love to do, your gifts and your talents and who you want to serve with those things. Forget comparison to anyone else. Just simply know it's a game between you and who you want to become. Next week, next year, 30 years time, whoever that might be. Like Matthew says, his hero is him in 10 years time. And that's it. It's an endless pursuit of learning more about ourselves and others. An endless pursuit of bringing more hard work into the world. Realizing that sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down, sometimes we're ahead, sometimes we're behind. That's what it means to be human, to experience the highs and lows. know that you've always got a community here that is cheering you on and after everything you've heard in the last 40 minutes i want you to boil it down to this simple message from frozen it's just do the next right thing do the next right thing you know there's one thing that you've heard tonight go and implement it go and share it with somebody else you know, if you've heard something inspiring, the best way that you can learn it and really internalize it is to try and teach somebody else. It's to try and teach somebody else. Someone asked me the other day, how do you remember so much? Well, because I've fortunately built this habit of trying to share it with you guys as quickly as I can. Because in doing so, I internalize it and I learn it. And that learning and development helps me be better for those who need it so go and help somebody else with what you've learned tonight go and help yourself with what you've learned tonight do one thing that if you absolutely commit to doing that often will absolutely leave you better than you were yesterday a better leader for yourself more love more energy more compassion more kindness that's what we all want the secret to life become someone we love do what we love and serve those that we love if anybody else tries to sell you another model of success my friends you are being sold um you're being targeted to your lack <laughs> you have everything you need inside of you which is a pretty cheesy phrase i do know but it's true keep the pursuit of trying to bring that into the world Leaders who are able to put their own needs to one side to serve others will first lead themselves. I hope this has given you some real practical tools, tips and advice to help you lead yourself. Why? First of all, for you, you deserve to feel good. You deserve to experience more emotionally uh, healthy states of, of love, kindness and peace and gratitude but also because the people around you need that. The people around you need you at your best. They need your heart. They need your gifts. So show up. Do your best. Have fun. Message me if I can help you bring your heart work into the world. Help you gain some more insights into who you are. Maybe you want to do your life languages. I don't know. 
but thank you for letting me share space with you tonight. If you're catching up on replay, thank you for taking the time. Yes, I did do something on imposter syndrome. Um, it's on my website. It's on my blog. Um, some tips and, and some uh, links to podcasts. Thanks to those who've joined. If you do want to do a masterclass, um, please do let me know what you'd be passionate enough to talk about. And we have someone joining next week. I think it's Reese Anderson. Um, or maybe it's not. Maybe I should check. But until next time, I think it's Natalie Lockyer. But until next time, uh, thank you. Keep leading. And just know I am cheering you on, my friends. I appreciate you. go there's my monday masterclass i've been ryan hartley if there's anything in this that you'd like to ask me a question about if there's anything you'd like my help supporting you with get in touch ryanbhartley at gmail.com ryanbhartley on instagram or come over to the website ryanhartley.co.uk thank you so much for listening i hope that it's left you inspired to go and lead yourself have a great rest of your week keep leading yourself always love.